Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. The pod blah blah beep papa. Stop. Alright, come on. Take fifteen. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the new pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy, Jimmy Fowler, Fowler, elder, elder candidate, candidate at Redeemer, Redeemer Fellowship. Uh, you have to say Redeemer <laughs> Fellowship. It goes together. Man, uh, so Jimmy, when you walked in, today, oh, stop it! You and you uh, like so. Jimmy and I were like, we're planning like we don't have any meetings tonight, Wednesday yep. night. So let's go ahead and record a podcast. Let's do two. it. And so, um, and Jimmy kept texting me saying like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry. I got you know got work. Things are going on." He didn't say much more than that. And then when Jimmy walks and in, I didn't really respond to a lot of other people. So I want to apologize to everybody else that's been texting me. They don't listen. So Jimmy walks in. Oh, they listen. Some, Jimmy some walks listeners. in, and and the only thing I can say is, "What's up, wrinkles?" Because Homeboy is his shirt is wrinkled, his hair was disheveled. He came in looking like, like he had a a thousand pound pack on his back. He looked like he had been put to the ringer. He was like, he was "Listen, like, I've hey. been I, today's been a day. Was, today's been a day. Like, I started I started around four thirty five this morning, and uh, but and you said like it's not that anything went wrong. No, it's yeah, just it's all good stuff. It's just it's all like good crazy stuff. Busy, it's just crazy busy, stressful. And, yeah. Well, that's just what happens when a company essentially just doubled. Yeah. Like doubled, almost tripled, and rocks. Oh, and with all, but it should be easy with all the extra hiring that you've just done, right? Oh, with all the people you put in, man. You know what though? I what? did actually just hire five did people. Did you? Today. Yes. Yeah, but yes. not for the positions you've been talking not to for me the about. Positions I yeah uh, that, only, that you're doing. Only one. Well, I got I got one person for the position that I kind of that I needed, um, and I might hire somebody else tomorrow. But yeah, I hired five people today. I got tired of it. I got tired of people playing games, and I yeah. just said, "Listen, I'm walking out there, and I'm I know who I want." I don't care if you've got some little, you know, oh, they talk bad to me once kind of mentality. Because right. that's what happens. People just get, it becomes a little clicky at times. I, said, I don't really You mean care. out on the floor? Out on the floor, yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't really care about that. Like, this guy's a good worker. He's been here for a while. You're, I'm high. I'm high. So he was right part time. Is that where he was like temporary or something? Temporary. Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, good. here's the thing is that if someone comes through like the, the temp agency or something like that, yeah. um, you know, if they work out and they're, I'm, I'm going to take them. I'm yeah. going to hire them after right. three months, I think it is. Um, and if it's less than that, if there's someone that's stellar, I'm like, I'm taking them now. Yeah. And I'll just call the agency and just tell them I'm taking them. Yeah. If you want me to, if you want to find me, find me. But so your business, the business is growing. Your dad's business. I'm sorry. It's yep. not your business, yep. but sometimes people ask. But uh, the company that, that the company you is growing, work yeah. for, that you manage and all that stuff and all those roles you play. Yeah, the vice is, president of operations. You're the vice president of operations. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, it's it's growing again. It's growing again. We and had some great meetings. We were awarded like two projects last week. One project Monday. We had a great meeting yesterday. We got another meeting tomorrow that I'm essentially 90% positive we're going to be awarded. All that means triple. Yeah. And what's fun for me is, is I get to hear a little bit more than what you guys are hearing. So we get to pray about these things. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's like, you guys got to pray about this. And then we see what God's doing, and so and and I think what 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 we see is God blessing a business that um, does superior and excellent work. Yep, honors its employees. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I've been so impressed with the way you guys uh, run it over there. So, man, it's exciting stuff. But you looked dead when you came in. Oh, I was and then, so dead. And, and then, then Jimmy was like, trying to bust on me. I was and, like, Ugh, I don't yeah. want to play. And then Jimmy realized he forgot the SD card for recording. Hey guys, come on guys, <laughs> guys. Hey guys, I know. Then you had to call your daddy. <laughs> 
to, to bring your stuff over. It, that's exactly what happened. That I is exactly literally what I left as fast as I could, and I was telling Joe as I was leaving. What'd you say? I uttered under my breath, "Bye, Felicia. I'm out." <laughs> I was just like, "What?" I just I, cl- I didn't even clean my desk. I was like, "I'm out." Close the door, and I'm out. Didn't bring my briefcase, which has the SD card. Yeah. Uh, and so then, yeah, I called. Your daddy. I called. I called. I called my father. Your daddy. Yeah. I called my father, mm-hmm. who then drove over in his '62 Impala. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I saw it pulling, and I'm like, "What the heck? That thing is awesome!" Yep. Yeah. That's, uh, that's it. You know, let's talk about this for a second, Jimmy. You leave your stuff in the wrong place no, quite a bit. Not that. No, it's yes, not you that. do. Listen, I have a where's system. your wallet right now? My wallet. Yeah, right now. Right, right this now minute. Is, is it in? Is it in your back pocket? No, it's not my back pocket. Okay, where is it? Okay, so everybody. So where is it? It's in your bag, right? Uh, actually, right now it's at on my desk at the office. Okay, there you go. That's all. Thank you. The prosecution rests. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't need that anymore. The jury Apple can pay. deliberate for I have five Apple seconds. Pay. I have Apple Pay on my phone. That's uh-huh. all I need. All right. All hey, man, I need. Listen, listen. So how's, hey, normal pastor's conference. We need to hear all about this. <laughs> it was good, man. We yeah, had come Jared on. Wilson Talk about Jared Wilson. A bunch of cool guys. Who, who else did you have? Pastor? Um, uh, uh, Juan Quack. Yep. Juan Quack. I love Juan. Juan. Uh, it, there can be only one. Uh, yes. <laughs> You're really proud of yourself. <laughs> You're really proud of yourself for that. Juan. <laughs> She's just so sad. Like, he's never heard that before. I, I don't know. I'm sure he's heard it, but I've never said it about him before. All right. All right. Anyways. All right. So yeah. Juan. Yeah. Or no, Juan. Not, not Juan. Know, it's, no, Juan. it's not, it's, it's not Juan. your, it's not your culture. It's his culture. Yeah. So Juan Quack, who's one of my favorite people. He's a great pastor. Um, I love what he's doing. Um, yeah, we had a bunch of people. Eric Raymond. Uh, Eric Raymond. Yeah, 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 lots of lots of people. Um, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. It flawlessly pulled off. Met a lot of great people. Man, you know, how was the worship? Worship was great. Man. Um, I wish I could have been there, man. Facilities I went, you were know great. What? Jared Wilson, now that I know he actually listens, why didn't you invite me? Where uh, was my invite, okay, bro? Okay, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, Jared. Uh, you, you should have you should have asked Jimmy to come in. And, and, and you know why? You know, should have asked the fofo. Because, you know, just saying he's a really good preacher. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, great. And I, what I what I learned there was that like 90% of the people there um, listen to D&D. So, that's pretty uh, good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, I think, you know, I mean, I think Jared, Jared and, and us kind of run in the same circles to a degree. I would well, think I don't so. Know. <laughs> I would think so. Jared wears red sneakers. Okay, he wears okay. red sneakers, but yeah. he's, he's, he's biblical. Yes, I mean he's he's sound. He's yes. he's grounded in yes. scripture. Yeah, come on, uh, what what's not and, to like? And well, he's reformed. Red, red sneakers. First, let's start with the red sneakers. So Did you what? see those things? Oh uh, my goodness! You know, I don't I don't take a I don't look at his sneakers. Well, you know, because I don't I actually I don't think sneakers are appropriate. I don't like sneakers. That's why if I'm preaching or I'm speaking, you know I always have dress shoes. Well, it, 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 the sneaky, it's right right in there. You know what? People aren't going to care about this. We better. Anyways, I miss Jared. Jared, I wish we could have hung out. Hey, Jared, why don't you uh, next time when you do? Hey, you know, here's the great, the best thing about the for the church. No, what is it called? The normal normal pastors. pastors. Yeah. The best thing about normal normal pastors conference is that next year it's going to be in the Midwest. Do you know that for sure? Yep. Jared okay, told well, me. All right, Jared told you. And uh, that's why then I'm just I, saying I Midwest. might be able to make it. Yeah, yeah. I might and be so able to make might it. Other people. <clears throat> so uh, let me just say. Put it in the Midwest. All right, Make Midwest it easier for my friends to get to. I would like to go. All my friends wanted to go. I wanted to go. It was they ain't going to Orlando. Me. I know. Orlando. No, Orlando. Orlando. Okay. Orlando would be fun if I was taking my family. Or just Michelle. No. no. But not just me. No. I'm not going to go. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. That's just. Orlando. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't afford that. 
but I did have really good donuts there. Okay, we better get. I'm, let me just apologize right now. I'm sorry for all the banter. I know it's terrible and awful. And terrible. You guys wanna, it's terrible. You want to stop listening right. to the podcast terrible. because of it? Terrible. Hey, uh, but here's what we're gonna do today. Terrible. We're gonna answer a uh, viewers, no, a listeners, listeners. I'm terrible. so tired, dude. I know. Let's it's been do a this. Tiring week. All right. Yeah, um, I know. You flew in, flew out, and you got to fly out, fly in again. Quiet. Can I talk about it? Can I talk about it? I don't know. I don't Can I talk about it? I don't, no, I don't think it's Can important. I, I don't think it's important. It's not important. I don't, fine. I don't know why you want to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Whatever. All right. So we got in. So email. Joe on Friday is, like, <laughs> is heading to the Canvas Conference, which is great. Canvas I wish Canvas I could be go. fun. I wanted to go. I was hoping to go. Um, Thomas Terry sent me a personal invite on Facebook along with his 7,000 other friends. He just copied them. He was talking to you. No, he was not. But yeah, so Joe's flying in. You leave at 6 a.m. Right, Joe? 7 a.m.? I don't know. I don't remember. And then you fly out of there at At 12. At 10. No, 10. You leave at 10.55 p.m. Right. Arrive in Seattle. Yeah. And then Seattle, you leave at 12.55 in the morning. And you arrive in Chicago at 6.30 a.m. Yeah. On Saturday morning. Right. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's no big deal. Joe, and Joe's like, what? Who Who would know? And he's looking over his notes. Nah, he's I like, didn't say that. It, yeah, but, nah, hold I, on. I, you, you, you pointed out, like, okay, here's the truth is, I didn't really notice until Jimmy told me 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Joe's I, was like, like, I was like, I'm looking through my notes. And he's little... like, look at this emo. They, she asked me about a red eye. This, I'm like, that, that's a red eye, I Joe. I thought red eye just meant like you were tired and it was late. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what red eye was. Red eye is the last flight overnight. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm doing a late thing. It's fine. All right. Uh, anyways, let's start this. Let's start this because okay. we've lost um, those two people that don't like banter. All right. Hang on. What? Okay. Here we go. We got an email. Got an uh, email. From our man, Paulo. And, Paulo? Uh, yep. And he, the subject of the email is belonging before believing. All right. Let's do it. And he says, hey, I have a question for you fine theological fellas. Recently, a first impression cohort that I had been a part of in my church had us read a book by Nelson Searcy <laughs> called Connect. I thought... <laughs> what? I thought, they were, I thought there were many interesting points in it regarding first impressions. Uh, but then came a section where the author endorsed the idea of belonging before believing, pages 80 to 83. Look at this guy. Paulo's on point. He's like saying, here's where you go. It's right here. I like that. And he said it was biblical, but then he didn't provide any biblical background to support the idea. Shocking. Okay. Uh, in the, instead, the author, uh, instead, for the author, the idea seems to have been mainly experientially rooted. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the concept of belonging before believing? And how can this idea impact the local church for the good or the bad. Certainly there's a place for unbelievers in the church. He says uh, they should witness what Christianity is truly all about and be exposed to the clear gospel message, but I'm wrestling with where we draw the line in terms of their serving capacity in the local church and how this idea can lead to a false sense of assurance. Does that make sense? Heck yeah, Paulo. That's a really great question. Really well articulated, worded, uh, perfect, and that's why We've actually talked about this a little bit before. We talked a little bit just about how God uh, prepares the heart. Like he does this groundwork in, in the life of, of an unbeliever that right. is elect before regeneration. Would you yep. say, yeah, would we word it like that? And we've talked about this one other time as well. Oh, yeah, with uh, my man, uh, Doug Logan. That's right. Keep it on the DL. Keep it on the DL. The <laughs> Doug Logan. Pastor Doug Logan, who is headlining the 2018 Doctor, he's not. Head- no, he's headlining. No, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. No, Doug's headlining. No, no, no. no. I'm headlining. You're not I, headlining. I've written more books than Doug Logan. I'm the headliner. Yeah, Doug but- Logan is the in the two chair. All right, 
Doug, he's the number two chair. Doug is not number two. Number, no, I'm, I'm sorry. At this I'm sorry, Doug. I don't want to break it. I had to break Joe it. Joe is way. number two. I'm definitely Doug is number one. Uh, headline. Oh yeah, we'll see whose big head takes up more space on awesome big banners we're gonna drop from the ceiling at the conference that we're gonna hold. No, there's gonna be no banners. We, we got. No, you have to have banners. We got no budget. What? Do we, this ain't TGC. Where we're gonna do some <laughs> awkward, uh, uh, some awkward, floating head, like, floating head thing where we're paying homage to these these celebrity it's pastors. Just, it's just veneration, dude. Come on, man. Oh yeah. Okay. It's probably Greek or, or what is it? What was that Eastern Orthodox? Yeah. I'm just worshiping God through the image. Okay. Well, yes. Uh, Doug Logan's gonna headline it. We actually because he mentioned belonging before believing. Yes. And so we talked a little bit about it then. Yep. So we want to talk about this. Um, and obviously, it, it's something that people. Obviously, obviously it's something that people obviously. say because it's three Bs. You belong before you believe, right? Like people are just that's three why people, Bs belong before believe. Got it? Yeah, you didn't. You doubted me. I doubted you. Put you. your fingers out like, and I'm you started saying, counting I like did, a three year old. Like, There's only two Bs here, Joe. Yeah. So uh, we like that. We like phrases. We mm. like slogans. I do. And so people Joe's say Joe's really good at, at alliteration. All right. So now. <laughs> Uh, are you saying I'm illiterate or I'm good at alliteration? Because there's a difference. Um, but I can read. People say this a lot and they mean different things. Yeah. But before we get into what it could mean in a good way, a lot of people object. And specifically, most of the time, the people that object come from hmm, what perspective, Jimmy? Arminians, you think? You think the Arminians are objecting to them? The Arminians are objecting? Do, you, do you think it's that who it is? Or is it the, the traditionalists, maybe? Or <laughs> Who, who, I feel group, like you're what lumping. group of Christians do you think would object to them saying that? Uh, well, you belonging before believing—that's not a thing. Who would object to this? Well, I would. Wesleyans, I would. maybe. You think the Wesleyans <laughs> would? Do it? Obviously, Joe. It's the Reformed people. Obviously, because obviously, because Joe. the Reformed guys understand, or at least believe. I'm I'm with them. Of course, we're in that group. Yep. The Reformed Baptists. Um, that you can't belong to the kingdom of God. You can't belong to God until you believe until that, you've been regenerated yeah right so yeah. regeneration faith justification all of that um and so people get all upset but the thing that that we try to do jimmy mm-hmm. is uh we we ask these two basic questions anytime we're reading a book uh watching a, yep. a movie or a tv show um listening to a sermon or an article or whatever it is um we want to know how is this argument right, or how is this person right in what they are saying, yep. and how are they wrong? Right. So you got to ask that. Listen, it, it's important to ask that because everyone's going to be. I, I. Well, I shouldn't say everyone because there's going to be some writing that is just flat out wrong. All of it, right? But most yeah. of the time, there's, most of the there's time, some there's, truth there's some. Error. There's some nugget, you know, whether it's five percent, ten percent, whatever it is. But and what what helps us in asking that question is when you say, okay, how can I say that this is right? Figure that out mm-hmm. and you be a nitpicker, be precise, but say, okay, this much I, I think they're right on. But still will, be charitable in that sense. Be charitable, and that will help you then to say, but this is where it goes wrong. That's right. Here's the inconsistency with what we see in scripture and all that. So. Let's talk about what's wrong with this in brief. We've already alluded to it. And then we'll talk about how this is actually a good statement as well. There is a sense in which you can say this. So, so Joe, as we're talking about what is wrong with this statement, right? how would you start that then? I would say, um, I guess what, what I said earlier, um, we got to define our terms. Belong to what? Mm. And belong in what way? So people belong to the church before they believe. Well, does that mean they're members in the church? Well, clearly not, because to be a member at, at our church, you, you, there needs to be, you have to be faith, faith in Christ. Yeah. Um, so what do we mean by... Which is even part of our membership uh, like questionnaire, oh, like yeah. the packet that people, we want to see, we want, we ask them questions. Right. Tell us what the gospel is. Tell yep. us how God's been at work in your life since you've believed. That's right. And, you know, let us know like what is their, 
how is it that God called them to himself? Yeah, yeah. Can you remember that? Was that yep. or was that were you too young? Were you too whatever? young at that point? That's yeah. fine. So, um, so the 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 way in which this could be wrong is when people are implying, or at least maybe they're unintentionally communicating, that you can be a part of God's family without faith. Yeah, and I think part maybe. I don't know. I, I, in my head, I was thinking it, maybe this happens a lot more in smaller churches, but maybe it does happen in large churches as well. Uh, Cause I've seen it in smaller churches where like this, there's almost this mentality of like, they're here, get them involved. So they stay. Yeah. Right. Um, and so that can communicate to people like, well, no, I'm serving in yeah. the life of the church. Mm-hmm. I, I must be a believer. Right. Regardless of whether there has been this profession of faith or even this this heart change of regeneration, yeah, and I think it does happen in, in larger churches. I think it happens in any size churches. Yeah. It's easy. So I don't for want to nitpick to... and just say it's only the one. Yeah, no. My I mean, experience I... has been been in smaller churches. Yeah, I I, th- I think it's 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 very easy for churches to be so excited yes. to see people come into the kingdom that they grab them and declare them to be in before they've believed. I think that just can happen, and it so, can happen. To so any of us. at this point, then why don't we talk about uh, I know we're still in the wrong section, but one of the, if I remember the question correctly, where do you draw the line on where they serve in the life of the church? Yeah, let's just, let's why don't we talk, why don't we, why don't we interject that so here? So at Redeemer, well, let's talk about how we do it at Redeemer. That'd be yeah, the easiest I think that's thing, the right? only way I could think of. Because we have people that show up, some of whom are not believers, mm-hmm. most of whom are believers. Yeah, Calvin tells us that. And uh, so, so what do we do <laughs> when we have uh, someone who is not a member who wants to serve at our church. So let's just not even get into believer, non-believer status. Yeah, They're not us, a member. How exactly. can they serve? Uh, non-members are allowed to serve as helpers. They can help like in, uh, in Sunday school or, you know, art for us, you know, our children's ministry, they can help in, uh, in journey kids or in sojourn as, but they're not teaching. Right. They're not in that leadership role, teaching role. Uh, they obviously can't be deacons. Uh, I mean, they could, they could, yeah, they could serve coffee and they could help in those those aspects. Right. But yeah, as far as like our teaching roles, um, those are member. reserved for for members as well as um, worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worship team is comprised of members. Now there may be someone that's in the process of membership. Yeah, uh, like they they've taken the class. They've taken the class, but they haven't gotten their paperwork in, or they got their paperwork in too late before the members meeting, right. and so they're going to go through the next meeting. Yeah. Then yes, we're going to have leeway in in those regards because yeah. someone's in process. Right. So I think that's it's important to, to for our churches to understand, like you know, and you can just have a rule like, hey, listen, non-members don't serve. That's fine. That's 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 fine. But what we've found is that allowing non-members to serve in a limited capacity yeah. um, allows them to experience what God is doing in the church in a different way than they would if they're only going to the service. Yeah. Um, it also stretches them, um, it pushes them, and it, it allows God to go to work in them in a different way. So, so I mean, I like mean, I, yeah, and, I, and it's been also really good conversations of, you know, I've had non-members ask me, you know, why is it that I can serve in this capacity, but not that capacity? Right. And so I'll say, well, part of it is the membership process. Right. Uh, and, and we need that W2. <laughs> it's not a That's question. That's what we ask for. It's not a question of whether or not you're saved, especially for the, these individuals, because I know them. It's not a question of whether or not, you know, you are saved, but uh, it's more of a question of, well, in the membership, we outline our statement of faith and do you agree with those things? Cause we're not going to have people teach. 
to that, teach at Redeemer, to you've teach got at to Redeemer, you need to follow. Countries. You know, you need to be in a certain red. So I'm not trying to digress, but I'm trying to answer that one question. Oh, is that your wife calling? Yep. You gonna answer that? Oh yeah. Okay. No, because you got busted. No, yeah. All right. Hey, Michelle, I got you on speaker with Joe, and we're recording an episode of D and D. Say hello to everybody. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Okay, oh. love you. Okay. Bye, Felicia. Joseph. Yep. Bye. Love you Bye. too. Bye. Bye. Oh, I thought she was talking to me. No, she's talking to me. No, sorry. Talking to me. There you go. Um, yeah, man. So I, I think when you so when it comes down to our basic policy, it is if you're not a member, there are very limited ways in which you can serve. And yes, by the way, for any of those people that are concerned, uh, no one is even allowed to put a toe into any of the children's or youth areas without a background check. FBI yes. whole thing like it gets serious. So yeah, um, Joe, yeah, I remember when I first started coming here, I was going to help out with uh, uh-uh. just to so, uh, to sub Pat. Nope. in the check in area, mm-hmm. Pat's like, yeah, have you done your? Uh, I, yeah, he's like, I appreciate your help, but uh, yeah. where's your background check? I'm like, what? Oh yeah, I'm like, I, and I in my head, I'm like, I understood it. I'm like, all right, let me fill it. I'll get it to you right away. Mm-hmm. Pat, don't play around, no. which I appreciate. Though. Now, for you, did they have to go to Interpol? You know what? Is that, I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, they got to go contact the federales. Uh, now, when it, but when it comes to unbelievers uh, serving, it, it, this is like anything. You know, you're, you're bringing people into your church, or people are coming to your church. They're interacting with you, and as ministers of the gospel, whether you're a pastor or a member or whatever, you know, you're paying attention to these people. You're yeah. investing in them, and you're you're getting to the place where you can see, wow, you know what? They do not yet have faith. So then you have to determine on a very case by case basis: is it going to help them to serve in some capacity? Or is it going to give them a false sense of assurance? Yeah, absolutely. Um, is this going to help them to see uh, who God is and what he requires of them? Or is it going to lead them down the wrong path? So, and I mean, gotta, I've seen that in other churches where people that were, I would look at, and you know, I don't want to sound really judgmental, right? but I, I, there, there was fruit lacking. Mm-hmm. But because they were put in a position. Oh, and they were good or got it done. Got it done. Yeah. There was that feeling of, mm-hmm. No, no, I, 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 what are you talking about? Every, I'm fine. Everything's yeah. fine. I'm like, well, there's, there's a lot of fruit lacking here and there's no profession. Like there's no understanding of the gospel here. Um, but yet because they, and other people would just be like, well, they've been there for so long. They must be. It's like, no, this will relate to what I say about my parents a little bit later on. But, um, so I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to that. But yeah, people, we like to give people the benefit of the doubt and we don't like conflict. Correct. Uh, we don't like discomfort, so we tend to avoid that stuff. So short of it is, um, we think you need to be very careful with who serves in your church, and especially when there's any kind of teaching, instruction, res- like heavy responsibility or authority, obviously this needs to be locked down. There needs um, to be a member, and your membership process needs to be thorough. Absolutely. Um, but what's wrong with this statement that you can belong before you believe? Let's just put it very, very simply. Um Jimmy, can you belong to the kingdom of God apart from belief? No. Can you belong to Jesus Christ as his uh, disciple apart from faith? No. Are you a child of God and a part of the family of God? Do you belong to the family of God apart from faith? No. Okay, so there's a bunch of ways in which we can see that a statement like this could be very, very wrong. Correct. You must be born again, regenerated by the Spirit of God. You must have faith in Christ to belong to him in that way. And to belong to the church in that way. You can't be a member of the church apart from faith. You're not a part of the church universal yeah. apart from faith. So, um, but is there a sense in which we can say, well, yeah, this works. You can you could make this statement and it's not it's not totally crazy. Yeah, because I think it has to do with relationship. 
right? Like I think it has to do with someone fee- like sensing uh, this closeness with a local church. I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. look, using that as, you know, they're sensing this closeness to the people of God. Um, and they, they feel warm. They feel warmly welcome. Yeah. Like they're part of the life of the church. They, they attend the Sunday morning service. They attend a weekly Bible study. They might be part of DGs. You know, we actually had a, um, we, I'm trying to word it without, we had individuals say to us at our community group that, uh, it, they had gone through life thinking they were believers because they were grown up in a church, mm-hmm. but then they came to Redeemer, felt warmly welcomed that they belonged to a people, but then through the preaching of the word and through like discussions came to realize right, they needed Actually, Jesus. a lot of the conversions that we've seen happen in the context of community like exactly. that. Exactly. And so, and I think that's, that's part of it is like they, they, so they felt warmly welcome. And then in the midst of that, we're continuing to hear the gospel yeah. and, and the word of God preached. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, I think, I think there's that sense of belonging that people get involved in the life of the church, um, whether that's Let's, through serving or, or yeah. in ministries. So we're talking about this on an experiential level. We're not talking yeah, about this on right. a deeply theological level, like, well, they belong to the kingdom of God. No, no, no that's not what we're saying. We're, no. There's a sense of acceptance and belonging there, like these people. And because people are not projects. Right. That, that's it. People are not projects where it's just like you come in, you're cold, and you just say, give me the four spiritual laws, you yeah. know, and check move this on. Box and check write this a, box and, and then write a on. check. And then write a check. A good one. Uh it's got to be big. Yeah. And so it like 9,000 to sponsor it and, and just get involved in that. And, um, but no, it's it, people, there's a relationship. You, you want to invest. I want to invest in people's lives. They don't feel, I don't away. want to invest in people's lives, but you want other people to invest I want in other people. Yes. I want you to invest in people's lives, people. Yeah. So here, like, it's like, um, the first time I walked into church, I was 17 years old. I'd never been in a church before unless I was vandalizing one true story. And, um, I walked in and those people treated me and I had a Slayer t-shirt on. My, my ears were, had these big, long earrings in my ears, long hair, the whole thing. They were totally cool to me. They, they were really welcoming. Now I didn't feel like I belonged at that moment, but I felt their, their, their care and their warmth. It was great. Um, and then as I, I went two more times and, and I felt that now if I would have stayed longer, you know, perhaps I would have had that sense of belonging. But what I can tell you is this, my mom and my dad were non-Christians all their lives and then I became a Christian, and they were skeptical, and then they saw it persevere. And then when I planted a church, they started coming as non-Christians because that's their boy. They were like, look at my boy preaching. Ooh, yeah. he's pretty good. I was like, you're my boy. That's my boy. And then Hercules, um, Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be in the show notes. Um, like, why do I remember that? <laughs> it's a good one. So, um, But then they got to know the people of the church, yeah. and the people of the church loved them. And then they began to love the people in the church. And before I ever heard the phrase belong before believe, what I said was my parents loved the church before they loved Jesus. Mm. And that's exactly what happened. So there was a sense of belonging acceptance before they believed. And so what I wanted us to do was to say, all right, there's a sense in which this can be a really bad, sloppy theology. Correct. But there's also another sense in which you can say, no, I'm speaking experientially, that oftentimes people get connected to the church through relationships like you're talking, Jimmy. Absolutely. And they have this sense of belonging or acceptance before they're regenerated. Because they're responding to the love that we show them. Right. Right? Because, you know, to Clarify this. Clarify this for people. Like, 
what are people responding to? Well, I think they're responding to the love of Christ through us yeah. in a way, right? Because right. we're, we're bringing the gospel. We're, we're sharing the love of Christ. We're, we're, we're caring for these individuals. And so there's this sense that, yeah, they're responding to that. They're responding to something good and sweet and yeah. true that they haven't experienced before. And God is possibly working on their hearts in that way. Uh, so they're responding to our love. They're responding to our kindness. Right. They're responding to compassion, right? Like where we're actually setting aside right. time to be with them and hear where do you, them. And where do you find them. compassion? This world is hard, man. Exactly. This world is, you know where you find compassion? Like on TV shows, like commercials for dogs at 1 a.m. In, in the morning. Yeah, the dog that, with the one arm. Yeah, that, like, and you you know, gotta, would you give some money? Would you give some money? Arms of an angel. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. The, the compa- but like compassion for people that are hurting, like it's like, hey, tough it out, suck it up. Get yeah, going. it's a dog eat dog world. We all got problems is kind of what we say. But, you know, in the church, we should be able to come alongside people and yeah. empathize with them and, and want to love them and care for them yeah. um, and to help them through those mm-hmm. things. And that's the thing help yeah actually something tangible that's the thing i always feel weird when i say to somebody hey man i'm praying for you you know like hey i'm gonna pray about that i'm gonna pray because you're that. not really gonna do it sometimes i don't <laughs> you're right and sometimes sometimes i forget or i'll pray once and i don't pray again but i love the tangible being able to say you know what not only am i gonna pray for somebody but right. i want to actually come alongside them and, and and to help them in their time of need yeah. like i felt horrible when our friend moved moved to town and I was out of town to help. Like I couldn't help. I don't think you felt horrible about that. I, I think did. you were pretty relieved that Steve McCoy uh, would saying, not need your help. No, he needed help. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but you I love that there. guy. And he, yeah. you know what? And he needs Jesus. And so I wanted to help so that he so would he come would to actually, know Jesus. Because yeah, he, he could belong before he, he believed. He could belong before he believed. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really good clarifier, man, that, that they're responding to these things yeah. that you talked about love and kindness and all of that, because um, that's what we're called to be. That's what we're called to do. And so they sense that connection. So yeah. That's what we mean. If we were to say, I mean, we don't throw this slogan around like belong before believe, but no. I don't have a problem with it at all. I think it's fine as long as you understand it that way. Um, and something else that you mentioned earlier, let's clarify this, um, that God prepares people to enter the kingdom Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, before entering the kingdom, before faith, God is at work. And one of the things that God does to prepare us to enter the kingdom is he brings us into the local church. Not always, but oftentimes. So he That's brings us point. into the church before he brings us into the kingdom and into the church. It doesn't mean membership, but it does like think about it in terms of, say, Hebrews six, for example, that there are people that come into the church and they experience all of these things. And it doesn't mean that they're going to believe. Yeah. But oftentimes it does. And so they're there. They can see the spirit at work. They, I, I can tell you from my, my experience, I could see God in the life of God's people, and I wanted it badly. Mm. So I don't know. I, I think it's helpful to say, um, hey, we can embrace the phrase belong before believe as long as we are defining our terms, right? Absolutely. So big takeaway here, Jim, um, to answer this guy's email. Um, couple a Great things. email. It was a really good email. That was a really good email. Send uh, us more. We of get those. some dumb ones. No, don't say oh, that. My don't goodness. say that. Oh, don't man. say it. Don't say it. So bad. I'm not saying. Don't say it. Pat's gonna feel bad if he finds uh, out. That you was said a bad that. one. No, I'm just we're just getting Pat. So two things here. Um, one is uh, when people are saying something that you think is weird, or you have a question about, or if your immediate reaction is that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, just take a minute to try to understand them. Yeah. 
try to understand where they're coming from and what they're saying. Uh, listen, they they may be saying something stupid. Sometimes people say stupid things. Okay. Uh, yeah. That, now, have you never heard the Jofo? Yeah. Like we sometimes we say stupid things. Hey, where's uh, where's the podcast that was supposed to drop today, Jimmy? Stop it. <laughs> where was that one? Stop it. I knew it. As soon Wait, as I said one, that, I was like, one darn of us, it. One of us might have said something, and we were like, you know what? Let's just, gonna just go ahead and put that aside for now. Yeah, we're going to go just, ahead and be like some other podcast where we're just going to re-record. Like, you know, we, could, we could release it later, of course. It's just like, you know what? Let's yeah, just, you know, let's just go too ahead. soon, too soon, a little too soon, too soon. So, um, <laughs> so we're dropping this one. You know what? Maybe if you all sign up for our email, you'll get a taste of that. No, podcast. you're not gonna get a taste of that one. Just a taste. Just a taste. Fine. Okay. Maybe. So, um, uh, so here's the thing. Uh, try to understand people so that um, you can uh, have a better grip with with yeah. sort of not just their perspective, but with their heart, right? And then on top of that, Jimmy, they, they should be um, asking questions. Absolutely. Like right? like we said before, you know, what? how is this wrong and how is this right? Yeah. Is there any way in which it's right? And yeah. if it is, okay, say, call that out. Say, call okay, that out. Right. Let that be true. You know what I mean? And, and acknowledge that. Be gracious in that. So, yeah, ask questions, but then define the terms. Make sure you yeah. understand what it is that you're saying. Most of our argue, not most, a lot of our arguing in life, not ours, because not ours. we always define our terms and oh, then argue. You know what? We do nuance it. Oh, yeah. We do. Oh, Joe yeah. and I will be like, well, hold on. No, no, no. I mean this when I'm saying Yeah, this. I know, and that's why it's wrong. No, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it works. Here's no, it's not. That's not how it works. I'm saying. All right, you know what? I don't want to talk about this. All right, so we're not talking about this now. You're going. Def- you're doing a throwback to the episode. We're not releasing. That's what you're doing. Stop it. Define oh, terms. Oh man, I wasn't even Define thinking about that. Define terms. Define your terms. A lot of the arguments that we have are because we're not being very precise. Yes. So what does it mean to belong and to belong to what? Well, that would answer the question. Well, I don't mean belong to the church in a formal sense, and I don't mean belong to the kingdom of God. I just mean that you have a sense that you are loved and accepted by that. Well, accepted as a Christian would be? Well, no, of course not, but accepted in there's a they love. Oh, okay, well, then you're not going to have a problem with it. Yeah. Define your terms, people. Ask questions, and don't be a jerk. Listen, I am a terrible friend. I, I know that I am a jerky kind of a guy. Uh, and, testify. Um, so what can I say? Uh, don't be like me. Don't be a Joe. Yep. But, uh, Hashtag don't be but a don't Joe. But don't be like Jimmy either, because you ought to read a couple books. Instead. What? What did I say? <laughs> no, Come on, dude. I read The Shack. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I know you didn't. Of course I didn't. I got. I, I did the intro. Okay. I did the chapter one. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I thought that might be required reading at your alma mater. I'm not sure. That's not funny. It's well, not. Really? No, Christian Ministries, I think it is, but not. Oh, uh, get out. Nobody there is having to read Charles Bridges. I'll go, I'm going to find out. And then I'm going to come back on here and tell like, they yeah. no way they're having your Not the bridges. biblical and theological department. They don't read that. They yeah. do read other authors that you would not uh, uh, go with. I know. But it's a liberal arts college, man. It's diverse. you got really yeah. great professors yeah. and some but theological. But, but they don't do the shack at the biblical and theological That's department. That's good. Actually, oh, you the biblical what? department. They, yeah, never mind. I don't the only know. shack I care about? Beef shack. Beef shack. Beef shack. Dude, I smelled it. I know Pat had it for Pat dinner. had it. In he had the office. beef shack. Didn't Dude, ask me. I didn't eat all day. No, and I had he one, had the beef shack. Okay, I had one slice of pizza all Dude, day. Dude, you it's ate more had, than I did, I, and you had nothing. I, I had, had 100. Is that 100 percent more than you've had? Yeah. Is it 200 percent more? No, 100. What what's wrong with you? I don't know. I'm asking. You're, it's a, if I had zero and you okay, had in one, your business, still... in your business, can somebody pay 200 percent more? You know, I don't want to talk okay, about these so things. I'm not totally <laughs> stupid. Okay, just what I thought. Thanks for listening to Doctrine and Devotion. We got a lot of recording to do because we banked a whole bunch, but now we're out. Now we're out. So we you know what? Listen, the join the running. conversation. Follow us on Instagram yep. and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Facebook. Do- at Doc and Devo. Facebook. Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can also Public head on the website, doctrineanddevotion.com. There you can contact us or you can sign up for our email list. Listen, you're going to want to sign up. I can talk about it there too. It's a foyer. You can sign up for our email blast because pretty 
soon. Oh, we're going to have... Mm-hmm. We are actually are going to be releasing. Regular. But no, we're going to start off, I think. We're going to give you... You're going to be the first people to see and witness yep. the video content. It's coming. It's coming. We have we have the name. Yep. We've got the logo. Uh-huh. We got the concept. We got the gear. Oh, and by the way, you know the guy we stole it from? No, don't tell him. Don't tell I, him. I, I told him. <laughs> did you really? I did. What'd you say? What'd I you said, say? I said, hey, I've already stole enough from you, man. I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, what are you talking about? And so I told him, I go, you know that idea you floated a while ago? The yeah. one that sucked? Yeah. yeah. I said, yeah. We took we the idea it. and we said, this would be better. And now we're doing that thing. What'd you say? He said, yeah, we weren't going to do it anyways. <laughs> 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 we never did anything with that. And I was like, no, I know. It's not. It's because it was steal horrible. It, from you. it was a horrible idea. No, it wasn't a horrible idea. Yes, it was. No, it was. Nobody cares about this. All right. Anyways, what did I say? So, video uh, content coming and then, soon. And uh, also at uh, the website, you can head on over to the store and grab you can buy some t-shirts. merchandise. I think we have like a bunch of smalls left. Yeah, I know. Great ordering, Jimmy. Lo- Great stocking. Dude, I got 10 smalls. I know. And how many extra larges? You know when I ordered mm-hmm. them, I ordered 40. Yeah, and how many do we have right now? Zero, because okay. we got overweight people that okay. listen to us. It's, no, you, seriously. Suck it up. So Literally. No, but actually, pretty soon, guys, we are going to have, we're going to restock the 2016 T, yep. the 2017 and? T, and we have another 2017, or it's not, it's not going to be, it's, you know, it's going to be another t-shirt coming up. Yeah. We've got the design mm-hmm. being done now it's gonna be good it's gonna be good think like death metal horror movie uh you know how hard it is like peter voth is is he's busy yeah like so we were like hey peter can you do this and he's like yeah and we're like hey peter can you do this And he goes nah man i got time for that <laughs> no but then peter did come back around you see that email peter no, we've already peter, got somebody else on that peter i know but peter still has another design he's uh he wants to do for us oh well I, listen whatever peter wants to do peter can do they can do that like, peter's just like hey man i got this thing i'm like all right i don't even see it well, yeah how, take my money that, just that's, shut up that's and take fun. my money peter fresh pod every monday and thursday blog posts on wednesdays video content coming soon email only on fridays later